This podcast is brought to you by Convo Cloth, the official clothing apparel of the NBC podcast. For the latest apparel, please go to www.nothingbutconvos.com. Now, let's get into the latest episode of the NBC podcast with your boy, S. McCann. It's the NBC Podcast with your boy, S. McCann. And this is episode 55 equals week 7 review. And in this week, we got that dub against the Miami Dolphins, which that team was the best team in NFL history, statistically on offense for the first Six games of the season Our defense came to play Defensive coordinator Called a great game Offense came alive This game And now We gotta start stacking these wins And stacking good games To get to the end goal And so In this episode I break down what the offense did good but the defense did good and also our next week opponent the Washington football team and we did make a big trade this week so sit back relax let's get episode 55 double nickel Eagles week 7 review this week we came out with this dub It was very impressive. It could have been more, but I'm not complaining on how we won. Yes, some penalties was not called, but hey, we still got to play the game. Offensively, Jalen Hurts, 23 of 31, 279 yards, two touchdowns. One interception, that interception was a little fluky, but it still goes on. His stats, it is what it is. Rushing, DeAndre Swift, 15 carries, 62 yards, 4.1 yards a carry. Jalen Hurts, 11 carries, 21 yards, 1.9 yards a carry, 1 TD. That TD stretched out for that one. Kenneth Gainwell, 8 carries, 16 yards, 2 yards a carry, 1 touchdown. That was a tough run. Spun into the end zone. Receiving, A.J. Brown, 10 receptions, 137 yards, 13.7 yards of reception, 1 TD. Dallas Goddard, cooking them, 5 receptions, 77 yards, 15.4 yards of reception, 1 TD. Devontae Smith. Four receptions, 49 yards, 12.2 yards of reception. DeAndre Swift, three receptions, 13 yards, 4.3 yards of reception. Julio Jones had his first catch of the season. Called him up from the practice squad. One reception, three yards, 
So the team is coming into that middle half of the season, and you see that the offensive play calling is getting better. With that, you have to be encouraged. It's the first time play caller at the helm. And certain things happen during the game, but he's still figuring what he can call, how he can call it. And I think he did a good called game this week. Jalen Hurts, a little banged up, his knee, but he still got the job done. That's what you want out your quarterback. You want a tough quarterback that's going to sit back there and make throws. And he sat back there and made a big throw. And A.J. Brown, to me, he's the best receiver in the league. He does everything. He blocks, catches it deep, catches it mid, catches it short, can break tackles run after the catch. He does everything. He's a beast in the running game. Then he's a decoy getting other people open. That's the difference. When you know you're not getting the ball, are you still going to run those routes hard and get your teammates open? He's on a stretch. Five games. A hundred and 25 yards or more in five games, tying Calvin Johnson. When we got him last year, I knew of A.J. Brown. I knew he was a good receiver. And when we got him, I said, that's the type of receiver that we need, someone physical. But he took this this offense to another level, man. The grit. The toughness. Defenses are scared when they line up. We ain't had that. The last time we had that was T.O. On how big a receiver is. This dude crazy, man. He like 225, bro. 6'1", 6 foot, whatever. Stacked. Looked like an action figure. Then he got the dark visor. The way that he catches the ball away from his body. That's what you want out of receiver. We had receivers in the past catching the ball with their body. Come on, man. Rager was trashed. That's what he did. Dropping balls. You need someone that's reliable. And when they need a catch and when they need a first down, They do have three pass catchers that can get you a first down. But when they really need it, Jalen Hurts is going to A.J. Brown. The way that he catches the ball is crazy. He snatches it, and it's away from his body. How he tracks the deep ball. Ain't nobody better in the league right now. His tracking skills is like Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Jackson can track a ball. But A.J. Brown's ability to track a ball when defenders is on him is crazy. 
Deshaun Jackson can track a ball when ain't nobody on him because he was burning everybody. But A.J. Brown, how he tracks it with people around him. He's strong. Arms is, man, this dude, man, he's like a bodybuilder out there, man. You can't do nothing with him. You cannot, I'm telling you, you can't do nothing with him. And then once you start rolling coverage over to his side, everybody else is going to be open. Devontae Smith is going to be killing you. Dallas Goddard is going to be killing you. Swift. Julio. We don't need much from Julio, but let you start rolling that coverage over there. Oh, my goodness. He's going to open up everything. So, to me, this stretch is just showing you that his ability to get open and his ability to make catches while people are on him is second to none. Ain't nobody better than him right now. They might say Tyreek. I still got I got A.J. Brown over Tyreek because of the way that A.J. Brown is doing it. Tyreek is cooking people. I got Tyreek second, but A.J. Brown is first. It's just the way like he's opposing his will. He might catch the ball five yards from the first down, and then he getting 10 on top of that, pulling three people. He's a beast, a beast. Let's get to this defense. Sean Desai, he might not be here next year, man. They started out a little slow, but they starting to pick it up. Hassan Reddick is starting to pick it up. Josh Sweat, two sacks this game. Norman Smith had a sack. Fletcher Cox had a half. Jordan Davis had a half. This line looking crazy, and it's looking better than last year. You know why? Because we can stop the run. Last year, we can rush the passer, get sacks and all of that, but we couldn't stop the run. This year, we can stop the run, and we getting pressure on the quarterback and getting sacks. One of the top defenses in the league. Out. A safety and a nickel slot corner. Nickel slot got hurt. We had a replacement. That replacement got hurt. And now we're trying to figure out who we can put in there to do that job. But the safeties that we was piecing together, Terrell Edmonds was trash. Terrible in coverage. His tackling ability is good. But in coverage, I know he didn't grade out good. If you look at the grades, can't cover in the back end. And that's not his strength. His strength was playing closer to the line. But we didn't need him to do that. We needed somebody back there with some good instincts this game he got burnt how you playing free and you get burnt yes it's Tyreek Hill but your awareness as a safety you got to get deeper than that on there it was bracketed coverage and you know that James Bradbury 
doesn't have the foot speed. So you should be already aware. Oh, I'm going to help Bradbury out. Let me get a little bit more deeper. He burnt Bradbury, but I think it was a zone or whatever. I don't know. And then he surely burnt the safety. Technique wasn't good on that. And he was out of place. Cooked him. And everybody said, oh, that's Tyreek. He going to do that to everybody. Nah, man. If you had a competent safety back there, knowing leverages, knowing where he should be, better technique, understanding, or better range, that would have been a pick. Or it would have been a breakup. But it is what it is with him. He's no longer on the team because we made a big trade. Kevin Byard. One of the top safeties in the league. And this offseason, the Eagles were talking to the Titans, but I guess the price was too high. And in Howie Roseman's fashion, he fleeced them. You got a top safety for a fifth and a sixth round, because we had multiple. Of each pick. Terrell Edmonds. For a Pro Bowl All Pro. Safety. Putting him on this defense. With Reed Blankenship. Which Reed Blankenship was out last week. And he's coming back this week. So now. You see. This team. And this team's defense. Is getting. Stability in the secondary. And when you have stability in the secondary, that's going to make everybody play better. And the line has been doing its job. Kevin Byer going to be out there getting all the picks. I'm telling you. Remember what C.J. Uh, Johnson was doing. Chauncey Garner Johnson. What he was doing in that particular defense, it's not the same. It's similar, but he never played safety before in the NFL. He had talent. They moved him to safety, and he was getting picks because of his instincts, because of his skill set, because of his talent, how he diagnosed the play, all of that stuff. That quick recognition, oh, that's where it's going to bang. But he had the range. He had speed. Kevin Byard, they say he might have lost a step and all of that. But when you lose a step, when you're that good of a player, you're studying your instincts, your elite ability to diagnose the play makes you play faster. I'm excited, man, to see him in this game against the Washington Commanders and see how that defense looks. And don't get me wrong, the Washington Commanders is a tough team, but I'm going to get to that. And so the defense and the trade deadline is coming on Tuesday, the 31st. What do I want if they can get it? 
obviously, if they did try to get Derrick Henry, which they say they're not training him, that will put the offense to another level with him and Swift. You you won't be able to stop it. The offense. You wouldn't even know what to do. And plus his blocking ability against the blitzes and stuff would have been crazy. But you might need to go out and get a linebacker, maybe. But if you got a nickel corner or a slot corner, that might put the defense over the top. The Colts have one and more. He's coming up on a contract, end of his contract. And if you can get more to this defense, oh, my gosh. That'll be crazy. But I don't know what how he has up his sleeve. We got, multi, we got eight picks still. We had ten. We got eight picks still. So we'll see what he does. And we have comp picks. So I think we'll be good this week against the Washington Commanders. I hope the offense takes the same approach that they went against the Dolphins. And I will be happy. But I'm looking at the defense, how they look, how Kevin Byer looks. Because now you have a safety. I'm telling you, Sean Desai defense is coming into it. How he plays his coverages and how he's designing. How he's pressuring. How he's using deception. You think this person is coming from over there. Oh, they're not coming. They're dropping back. Like certain things like that we didn't see. Last year or for the past two years. We didn't see blitzes. We didn't see these multiple coverages. And he loves to play dime. That's what he does. That's what he's been known for. Playing dime. Having three safeties out there. One of the safeties is like a a linebacker. But he loves playing dime. Because you can cover And have multiple coverages with that. Or you can blitz somebody. Or you can do all of these things. And that's what he loves to do. We didn't play much of it. We played some of it. When everybody was healthy. But I'm telling you. Getting that safety in the back end. And then Reed Blankenship can cover. So the two safeties that you got. Can play multiple positions. Where you're not out. And saying, oh, this one safety is only good in the box. Or this one safety is only good covering. They can do both. They're interchangeable. And when you have two interchangeable safeties, that makes your defense unstoppable. If you have interchangeable pieces on the defense anywhere, that makes your defense unstoppable. Hassan Reddick, Josh Sweat, they both have five and a half sacks. Those boys are balling. But I'm not even worrying about their sacks, how they're setting the edge in the run game. They're setting it. They're violent. Josh Sweat is long, 6'5". Oh, come on, man. Then you got Nolan Smith coming on. And so now... 
You don't need that bum. Number 96. I don't even got his name. It's not coming to me. But he's a liability with dumb penalties. He does knucklehead stuff, but he's not giving you no pressures. Zero pressures. What is he out there for? I'm talking about Derek Barnett. His name wasn't coming to me, but it just came to me. Derek Barnett. So now, with Nolan Smith coming on, Derek Barnett is expendable. And you might pick up another edge. Washington Commanders, they talking about getting or giving away both of their young edge rushers. They'll be dumb. But they can't pay both. And they need help on the offensive line. But it is what it is. But I really think that this game, we need to make a statement. We need to say, yeah, we here. And I don't care that, yeah, we got Dallas after week eight. And then we go on our bye week 10. But I don't care. We need to send a message. With these last two games, we need to send a message because after the bye, we got Kansas City. And we know we're going to be hyped for that. So, yeah, I want to see my boys get this win going. Then Dallas coming to Philly. We need to get that win and then go into the bye, clean whatever we need to clean up, get everybody healthy, and then let's get it. So with that, people, it's a wrap. One. So that was episode 55, Eagles Week 7 Review. So in that pod, I broke down our Week 7 matchup against the Miami Dolphins. Defense came to play. Sean Desai got them boys rolling. Offense called the good game this week. Jalen Hurts was a little nicked up, but he did finish the game, and he will be playing this week. And our opponent this week, the Washington Commanders, it's going to be a tough game, but I think we will pull out the win. And that trade for all pro safety is something that we needed to get that stability in the secondary. So with that, people, stay safe, give respect, and show love. One. Make sure you go listen to all old and new NBC podcast episodes on all podcasting platforms. And please go to www.nothingbutconvos.com for the latest apparel.